That's their BS. They can't see it because their brains are shoved up their butt so high. Look, if you don't want to listen to me, fine. Listen to Dave Ramsey. Most of these kids come out of school. I, mean, I hate to say it. They're cowards. It's, you hurt my feelings. You know, you, 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 you shouldn't say that. I want a safe room. Sweetheart, you know, that's not the, re it's not the real world. Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hey, fellow brain pickers, and welcome to episode 161 of Can I Pick Your Brain? Now, I wasn't going to publish this episode because I had some very mixed feelings about it. In the end, I went with my gut and decided to release it and let you decide what you think about it. 12 years ago, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and it left a really big impression on me. I always dreamed of speaking to Robert and letting him know how inspired I was by his book and how it impacted my life. Well, today my dream came true, but it wasn't exactly what I expected. Robert has some very strong views and it really came across in this episode. I won't say anything more as I want you, the listener, to have an unbiased opinion. This is by far the most shockingly candid interview I have ever done. For those of you with sensitive ears, I must warn you that there is some strong language used. I'd love to hear your feedback, so please send me an email to daniel at geffenmediagroup.com. That's Geffen with one F, Daniel at GeffenMediaGroup.com, or reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Enjoy the show. Robert, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to it. Uh, it's such an honor for me to have you on, Robert, because I'm, I'm holding your book in my hand right now. Um, and I actually read this for the first time 12 years ago. Uh, this was just just when I was about to get married, uh, and it, it it completely changed my whole mindset around money. Um, it was such an amazing read, and um, I've actually now passed it on to my son, my 11-year-old son, who's now reading the book, and I'm teaching him all the, the differences between assets and liabilities, and it's it's absolutely amazing. And and the amount of people that you've inspired and you've impacted uh, has been it's just. You should be very proud. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> well, I'm honored. I'm more. I'm more honored than proud. But it's. I'm and I'm more. I'm very happy you're passing it on to your son. Yes. That's 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 your, probably your most important job is educating your own child. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, our schools aren't going to do it. <laughs> well, no. Now, unfortunately, the school system never listened to you. They didn't read your book. Uh, maybe they read your book, but they ignored no. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the things that I actually want to start with, uh, and this is, I think, a question I get a lot from people, um, and this applies to your book and, and, and a lot of other you know, books and material that people have consumed, is you know, people, millions of people have read your book, but how many of them have financial success, have reached financial success, right? Um, <laughs> what is it? What is the difference between somebody who who reads your book and actually, you know, becomes financially free uh, and financially successful. Why is it that so many people could, could, could study what you've written and yet still not, it, it just doesn't do anything for them? Well, that's a great question, you know, because I just spent uh, about five days with an old classmate of mine from high school. Mm -hmm. And this guy is, you know, he's highly educated, but he's stuck. Yes. I mean, his brain, his brains have, 
sludge in them. You know, there's no blood anymore. It's turned into sludge. <laughs> and, there's, you know, more scientific data shows that today we think about, we, we think about 100,000 thoughts a day. 99% of them are the same thoughts they were yesterday. Mm. So the hardest thing for people to do is, number one, start the way they change their thinking. Can you import new data? Can you bring mm -hmm. new ideas in? And then secondarily, as, our, as you know, our school systems punish you for making mistakes. So I think that's the second biggest reason is, is people have this, well, if I make a mistake, I'm stupid, running in the sludge of their brains. And so they don't make mistakes, and they wind up like my poor dad, these highly educated school teachers who are taught in school that if you make mistakes, you're stupid. Yet, mm -hmm. if you look at the most successful people on earth, they made the most mistakes. Yeah. So you have two cultures colliding with each other between the academics, I call them the academic elites, like my poor dad, you know, PhDs. <laughs> and then you have the entrepreneurs like Steve Jobs and Gates and Zuckerberg who didn't finish school and they went out and made mistakes. They all make, we all make mistakes, but our school system rewards people who make no mistakes. And I think that's the, that's the conflict that goes on in people's brains. You're saying encouraging people to make mistakes, like don't be afraid, go out there and just, and be, be willing to make mistakes and, and don't worry about it. In fact, I think one of the things you, you mentioned in your book no, as I wouldn't well. Say, no, I, wouldn't yeah. say, I wouldn't say that. You know, making mistakes is how we learn. Look at how a baby learns to walk. Mm -hmm. And they fall down. You know, I wouldn't say don't worry about it. But what I'm saying is that the older we get, our academics, you know, the professors and all that, who are functionally incompetent people. They're telling you if you're, you're really smart, if you don't make mistakes. And mm. so as an individual, I'm going to say, well, do I want to wind up like my poor dad or do I wind up like my rich dad, a man who never went to school? Mm. And so the story of rich dad, poor dad is I chose to listen to my rich dad and I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, my, uh, every idiot comes up to me and says, well, it's the biggest mistake you ever made. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. I look at them and I say, I don't know. I haven't made the, I haven't made it yet. I'm going to make a bigger one next year. Oh, you and they're so petrified. <laughs> they're so they're so constipated about making mistakes, and they wind up like a school teacher. And if you want, that's fine. If you that's what you want to do, but our world is filled, and our government is led by these terrified people who can't do a damn thing. Mm -hmm. But in their brain, it's still running the thought that person who makes the fewest mistakes is the smartest. When in my world as an entrepreneur, the person who makes the most mistakes, even though it's terrifying, it's not, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. If you know that making mistakes means you're going to learn something. So when you fall down, you can say, okay, I better pick myself up. But what the school system says is don't fall down. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And that's what's going on in most of these people who are just stuck, 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 stuck. And what about people who say that, you know, maybe your book is, is outdated, you know, it was, it was written, what, 20, 20 years ago, a little bit more than 20 years ago. I so, took the heads up their ass. That's why, cause you look at what's happening. It's more true today than ever before. <laughs> you know, and, and, and by the way, rich dad, poor dad is a book on accounting. How is accounting outdated? These guys mm -hmm. got their heads so far up their butts. They can't even see the sky. <laughs> and you look, at what, you look at what's happening. You know, I said savers are losers. Yes. And you look at what happened is that they started in 2008, 10 years after I wrote the book. Mm 
they printed $16 trillion. And wow. the interest rates are down near zero. Why would you save money when they're printing money? It's more true than ever before. And I said the rich don't work for money. And you look at the people who are the poorest right now are mm -hmm. people who are working for money. You know, the gap between rich and poor in America is so wide right now. People are afraid there's going to be anarchy, like what's happening in Hong Kong, what's happening in Venezuela, what's happening in Puerto Rico right now. And they're all accusing they they're all accusing government for stealing money. It's really the school teachers that have been stealing our wealth by not giving us real financial education. Hmm. So it's not outdated. It's more rich dad poor dad is more relevant today. If you wake up and pull your head out of your butt and look around, <laughs> just look at what's happening in the world economy. You got people like Dave Ramsey. What's that? You've got people like Dave Ramsey who, who is encouraging people to save. And actually, that's the most important thing is to get out of debt first and then, and then start saving so that you don't end up in more debt. Well, that's Dave Ramsey. And, and his advice is good for the average person. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm an entrepreneur and I make millions of dollars and I pay no taxes and I use debt all the time. So it's just a matter of a choice who, who your teachers are. So my latest book is called Fake, Fake Money, Fake Teachers, Fake Assets. <laughs> I like that. And fake fake money is the U.S. dollar, which is a corrupt system of money. That's why China and uh, Russia right now are trying to blow the U.S. dollar out of the market. The same that happened in um, Iraq. The reason Saddam Hussein was taken out is because in 1999, he announced he was going to sell Iraqi oil in euro and they had <laughs> him killed. And then a guy named Gaddafi in Libya, he says, I'm going to start pr producing the dinar, a gold-backed uh, African currency, and they were gonna, he was going to sell Libyan oil in dollars. And mm -hmm. he got taken out. So I don't think these people know what they're talking about out there. The, the U.S. dollar is fighting for world supremacy. Uh, and and we're, being, we're being hammered. And you look at what's going on right next door to you in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. They allowed that guy Shoghi to get murdered because back in 1978, 75, 78, Reagan cut a deal with Saudi Arabia saying, if you'll back the, if you'll back the dollar with the Saudi dollar that was Saudi oil became a petrodollar, then we'll give you all the weapons you want. So that, so Trump cannot do anything, but make sure that Saudi Arabia is our partner because if they don't, they stop, they, they don't, uh, they ha we have to give them weapons. So mm -hmm. everything is about money and more specifically your part of the world in Israel, it's about oil. Mm -hmm. And if you look at all that stuff, then you'll go, you'll wake up, you go, well, maybe I'm not being told the truth by the America, by the public, by the news services. So when you look at what's going on, and you'll, you'll start to see things you've never seen before. And that's why I started this whole thing. Average person has, a, let's say, 1,000 thoughts a day, and 99% of the same, the same thoughts. Mm -hmm. So someone listening to this that doesn't have any assets, or they have a little little assets, you know, how do they start building a passive income in, in today's general, now in, in 2019? Well, I'll pull my head on my butt first, you know. <laughs> I would, you know, I would say... Oh, no, I'm serious. You know, why would you go to school and learn nothing about money? You look at what's happening in America in 2009, Obama 
took the student loan program away from the banks and gave it to the U.S. Treasury, and now student loan debt is the number one asset of the U.S. government. And the reason for that is because in 1971, which I cover in fake, mm -hmm. is the U.S. dollar became fake because if you don't borrow money, the, the dollar stops existing. You have to borrow money or the dollar stops. So that's why they had to get more people to borrow money. So in 2009, Obama said, okay, all you students, we're going to give you uh, free student loan money. And so now it becomes the number one asset of the U.S. Treasury. And we've killed the baby boom. I and mean, we've killed gen the millennial generation in America. They're loaded with student loan debt. Mm -hmm. And you look at the baby boomers, my generation, their pensions are bankrupt. There's no money in the pensions. Social Security in America is bankrupt. And all these people say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm debt-free and I'm saving money. Mm -hmm. You're an idiot. You're an <laughs> idiot. Are you kidding me? Just look at what's happened. Look at interest rates. Look at the national debt. Okay. Wake okay. up. Look at student loan debt. Look at, look at pensions. You know, you got to open your eyes. That's why, that's why I use the vulgar term of pull your head out of your butt and take a look around. Do you remember the first um, uh, property you, you invested in, you bought? I bought it for no money down. Right. You don't need money if you have an education. No, so today someone's going to say that's BS, Robert, because you you basically built your wealth when it was easy to do that because you could you can buy properties with no money down, but today, you know, tell them to ah. fuck off. Tell them to fuck off. That's their BS. They can't see it because their brains are shoved up their butt so high. Look, if you don't want to listen to me, fine, listen to Dave Ramsey. That's all I'm saying. Right. I don't need money. That's what I, that's what I write about. Most of my friends don't need money because we're real entrepreneurs. We didn't go to school. We're not, mm -hmm. we're not PhDs like my dad. You don't need money if you have a real financial education. If you don't have a real financial education, don't, don't point your finger at me. Mm -hmm. Pull your head out of your butt. Look around. Do you think, you know, this, there was a guy named uh, Jeff Bezos. He started a company called Amazon. Yeah, I think I know him. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's, he's, he's a billionaire? Do you know how much, right. how much tax he pays on that billion dollars? No idea. Nothing. Really? Do you think, he, do you, do you think he worked for that money? No. Look, your, your listeners have got to pull their heads so far out of their butt, or like I, I write in fake, fake money, fake teachers, mm -hmm. fake assets. Choose your teachers wisely. I wouldn't send my kid to education is more important than was ever before, but I wouldn't send my kid to school. Really? You no. Have, you, you have children? What would they learn about money? What would they learn about money? So what would you send, where would you send them? Where would they learn financial literacy? I would take, I would take seminars. There's a lot of courses. You look, you look at, you know, the social media today, YouTube is filled with great education. Hmm. Free. Sure, you know, just so pull much. your head out of your butt and smell and smell the roses. Look at the, you know, choose your teacher. They're all saying it's all bullshit as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. But you can choose your teachers. You can. I just listen to all these different guys and see what they have to say. And if you like Dave Ramsey says get live debt free and save money, fine. Mm -hmm. But just look at the national debt mm -hmm. and look at how much money the U.S. government is printing. And if you want to save money and get out of debt, well, that's your choice. But that's not my choice. And so YouTube will give you this whole gamut of different teachers talking about different things. And if you believe that going to school and getting your PhD is your salvation, knock yourself out. Have a good time. Mm -hmm. It's not my advice. I don't need money.
I can make money without money, and I don't pay taxes. That's what I teach. I mean, people. And you can be... do that anywhere. You, you can do that anywhere in the world because the systems are all the same. How do you the, get away oh, with you not? not... It's, it's, it's not that I can't do that. You can't do that. Wake up. Well, Just how, look how at you... Bezos. Look at look at yeah. Jobs. Look at Zuckerberg. They they're not. They didn't. They made that money up. They created a business. Um, one of the things you mentioned in your book is that your rich dad told you and Mike to um, to know a lot about um, to know a little about a lot, right? Not to specialize in one thing, but to to know a little bit a lot of things, which uh, is counterintuitive because a lot of people will say, "No, you need to get really good at one thing and stick to that one thing and focus on that, and and that way you could become the expert, you know, in that in that field." Well, that's not what I, I don't do that. I don't know shit. <laughs> right. No, but I do know who knows. Look, uh -huh. you know, when I was a little kid, I used to go to my rich dad's business meetings and, and we'd have Saturday breakfast, you know, you buy pancakes and hot dogs for people over he bought. And they sit around and he said, this is my financial problem today. And they would have, he'd have his accountants, his attorneys, his bankers, his politicians, his real estate agents, all this. And they'd all save, solve his problems. And the trouble with school is that they teach you that's called cheating. You're asking for help. Mm -hmm. All I do is I say, okay, if I need legal advice, who do I go to? Accounting advice, who do I go to? Marketing advice, who do I go to? And all this. I don't have to know anything. I have to know who to ask, though. Mm. So you, you see, it's so counter right to people. what these academics teach you. Mm -hmm. Academic elites, you know, they're running the Federal Reserve Bank. We had this, we had this guy Bernanke, mm -hmm. and then Janet Yellen, and they ran. They they haven't been right since Jesus walked the earth. They, mm -hmm. the, the Federal Reserve Bank has destroyed the world economy, and people still listen to these PhDs. You got to be kidding me! You know, when they dropped interest rates, you know, to zero zero interest rate policy, they crushed the pensions of every person throughout the world. Mm -hmm to save the big banks. It's just sad. It's sad because our academic system has become criminal, and so has the Fed and most central banks. And why do we listen to these academic types? I don't know. They haven't been right since dinosaurs worked the earth, walked the earth. So if you had to, let's they're say you... On, they're, op they're operating on old business models. It changed in 71, and they mm -hmm. haven't changed. If you, if you so follow Dave Ramsey, so follow Dave Ramsey, live debt free and guys like me use debt and I don't save money. I save gold and silver, real gold and silver. I don't have any stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or ETFs. Oh, really? I don't want anything that I want anything that's printed by a human being. You don't even have cash. Nope. I don't need cash. I understand something. My world is very different, and that's what's really hard. So well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, that idiot doesn't know what they're talking about because they went to school probably. Well, they probably had a poor father who was a PhD and a mother who was a doctor. And they all want to go to Harvard and Yale. You don't have to. Look at the richest guys on earth didn't go to school. Right. If you lost all your wealth tomorrow, God forbid... Um, what would you do? What would, what would the first thing you I don't need the money. I don't need the money. I'm not afraid of losing it. See, that's, that's another coward's question. What if you lose all your money? I'll just make <laughs> it back. How? 
See, if you don't know how to do it, you have a fucking big problem, man. You live in fear of not having money. Well, money is trash anyway. In 1971, Nixon took us off the gold standard. Money became debt. The people who made the most money are the debtors, not the savers. That's a very big difference in the world economy. Today, we're on the verge of economic collapse globally because the pensions of the baby boom generation is ba are bankrupt. Mm -hmm. California's, California teachers' pensions are trillions of dollars underwater. Japan pensions are trillions of dollars. European pensions are trillions underwater. Deutsche Bank has, has derivatives of something like 558 trillion. That's more than the economy of Europe. And they're going, they just laid off 18,000 workers. And you're trying to tell me, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm just Come playing on. devil. Dev wake Humper. up, yeah. wake <laughs> up. It's going to go down anyway, so you may as well get ready for it. What's going down? You think the economy. These, you think it's going to be another recession around the corner? It's going to be bigger than 2008. That's, that's it's just being delayed. It's, it's, it's just being delayed simply because the labor unions are now borrowing so much money. I mean, the, the, the labor unions, the teachers unions, firefighters unions, and, and uh, police officers have got the state governments of America to borrow more money to give them more money to put into their pensions mm -hmm. because the pensions are bust. And what I'm we, what, saying to you is the pensions are going to bring down the world economy. But what should the baby boom generation. What should, some, what should we be doing to, to essentially become recession-proof ourselves or to protect ourselves from the recession? Well, I wouldn't be afraid of it. I mean, it's, a good, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to make more money. I have an attitude. I hear fear in your voice. It's going to be a good, you know. Look, mm -hmm. you're, from, you're from Israel, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have the best fighters in the world. I would, I would join the Israeli army, join the Israeli Air Force, learn how to fight. You know, don't go to college. You think fear is, Look, the, is one of be, the biggest? It's going to be a great time for those who are prepared for it. All crashes make some people very rich. I'm, waiting, I'm just sitting around waiting for the next crash. You know, I waited, I waited around 2007. I waited. It started to come. 2008, it finally hit. You can see me on YouTube. I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm on CNN saying Lehman Brothers is going to go down. Nobody mm -hmm. listened to me. I was talking to Wolf Blitzer of CNN. I said, hey, Lehman's going to go down. He says, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, okay. So I'm saying right now it's coming down again. But it's going to be bigger than 2008. So that's why in, I wrote in my book, Fake, Fake Money, Fake Teachers, Fake Assets. In 782, I just, 782, 73, I started buying gold and silver. So I have millions in gold and silver. You look at the price of gold in the year 2000, it was $250 an ounce. Today it's 1,500 an ounce, 600% gain. Silver is still the best investment of all right now because today it's still 75% below market. Hmm. So I say to young people, you got 20 bucks, buy a silver dollar. Oh, no, it's too expensive. I'd rather have a hamburger. So, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just yeah. people have a poor, poor mentality, even though they're highly educated. I mean, I talk to people constantly. It drives me nuts. You know, well, you don't know what you're talking about. So, well, maybe I don't, or maybe you don't, but one of us is right. 
What about like? So I'm waiting for the next. I'm waiting for the next crash. It's going to be a wonderful time. Unfortunately, millions will lose their jobs and everything. You invest in new markets like cannabis right now is pretty hot, and uh, blockchain. No. You don't see them as opportunities for massive growth. No, they, 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 hey, hey, there's gajillions of opportunities. I don't have to chase each one. Right. You missed blockchain a long time ago. You missed it. Right. You know, I have a fr I have a friend who's a mega millionaire. He told me about Bitcoin when it was under a dollar a coin, and I I didn't act on it. And right. what is it now? Seven, eight thousand dollars. I'm not going to chase it now. Crazy. Yeah. But I just don't chase things. You want to chase cannabis? Chase it. I just don't do that. I have my formula. What is so your formula? By the time you, I don't need money. I'm an entrepreneur. I can make money out of nothing. It's that's why I wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad. You know how much money I got in Rich Dad Poor Dad? No. Nothing. What do you mean nothing? You know how much money I make from it? Millions. You're saying you, know you didn't much? invest I, I any the, money, right? I, I founded the Rich Dad Company. I make millions from it. How much money do I have in it? Nothing. How much does Bezos have in Amazon? Nothing. How much does Jobs have in Amazon? I mean, Apple. Nothing. Right. You see, it's a different mindset. That's all I'm trying to get across to you guys who went to school. Mm -hmm. Did you market your book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? What's that? Did you market the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? No, Oprah called. I went on her show. <laughs> How did you get that? <laughs> Don't ask the silly questions, my friend. No, the reason I'm asking is because at one point in your book, you talk about the importance of being a marketer versus a technician. And you talk about McDonald's and how they don't make great burgers, right? It's not about right. the burgers. Um, yeah, McDonald's, so, is a, McDonald's is a real estate company. That's what I said. Right. Rich Dad is a real estate company. Right. I write books and I buy real estate. But I'm not buying any real estate right now because I'm waiting for the crash. So I'm buying gold and silver instead because gold and silver are still liquid. So as the dollar comes, if I was saving cash, it would be going down because the Fed is printing more money. Japan's printing money. Russia's printing money. China's in serious trouble printing money. Why would I save money? Why would right. I, why would I do that? It makes no sense to me. Only right. person that makes sense to is somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. If, you know, I mean, just look at the stats. I think the United States printed $16 trillion after 2008, and they dropped interest rates to zero. Why would you save money? I don't know what I'm talking about. You tell those guys to say that. They just look at the stats. <clears throat> Grow up. They'll be listening to this, so <laughs> you're talking to them. Printing, they're printing trillions of dollars. Deutsche Bank just let go 18,000 people because their derivatives book, I think it's $54 trillion in derivatives. They can't, they're gone. Hmm. I mean, wake up. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I have gold and silver. Let me give you the numbers one more time. Gold was $250 an ounce just before 2000. It's now $1,500 or $1,400 an ounce, 600% gain. That's what I'm watching. I'm not buying gold. I'm buying silver because silver is still 75% under. It's, two, it's, two, it's, 
it's 1980 price. So I buy a low and hold on forever. I don't chase real estate right now. You know, I'm not chasing Bitcoin right now. I'm not chasing cannabis right now. I just watch what's going on in the marketplace. How do you know what businesses to to get into or invest in? I don't say, hey, don't ask me those silly questions. I mean, you invest in what you want to invest in, but you don't, the average guy doesn't, you know, they're so highly specialized, exactly as you say, they don't yeah. have the skill, they don't have a team. I have, I have the best accountants, best attorneys, I have bankers, I have politicians all on my side. That's how you win. You win as a team. Mm -hmm. If you're a solopreneur, so you don't, you don't win by yourself. You know, you don't win by yourself. Sure, but you've got to build. You've got to build that team over time, right? You day one, Correct. You, right? Correct. So, what do you? Business is a team sport. In school, that's called cheating. You don't ask for help in school because that's called cheating. I ask for help all the time. Mm -hmm. Look, you guys have went to school. You're screwed. You're very screwed right now. You've got to change those thoughts and look at how the real entrepreneurs made it. <laughs> Jobs didn't finish school. Zuckerberg didn't finish school. Gates didn't finish school. Branson never went to school. Right. Henry Ford. Walt Disney. Just look at the guys. You're listening to academic types. That's your problem. What are some of the, I guess, resources that you would recommend people to, to you know, books that they should buy or courses that they should take that you've used yourself to help grow your knowledge I start, I, I'm serious I go to YouTube but there's so much I mean how do you it's it's overwhelming you know oh, I go you to better, YouTube you better, you, you better figure out what you want to learn I would I, I would go to YouTube's right now and the, I think the best subject is the pension crisis dial in pension crisis you'll see how many guys are talking about the end of the world economy because our pensions are bankrupt that's a baby boom generation all across the world, baby boomers are toast. It's going to be the biggest crash going is because everybody bought the, drank the Kool-Aid of go to school, get a job, and the pension will take care of you. The pensions are broke. Social Security is broke. Medicare is broke. Socialism in America is driving us bankrupt. That's, that's why when I speak to my friends in Israel, I said, you guys have the most powerful military ever. Mm -hmm. the best pilots in the world. Why don't you apply that to business? And some Israeli companies are. Yep, ways. But right. this is, it's the spirit. It's the spirit of the people that will get you out. Not your academic PhD. You're saying attitude has a lot to do with it. Not just it's 99 percent of it. Yeah. And spirit, you know. Right. How Look, do you increase reason, that? In, in 1967, I was a student in college, and I saw the Israeli Air Force mm -hmm. pound the crap out of the Egyptians. I went, holy mackerel. <laughs> yeah. And with that, I, I, I quit my high, I, 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 I had a high-paying job, guaranteed. And I said, now I'm going to go fly. So I went and flew for the military. It was the best, the best thing I ever did. It mm -hmm. was an adventure. You know, I learned spirit in the military. And most kids go to school and they'll learn cowardice, fear. Don't listen to school teachers who are cowards. There's great school teachers. But I go on YouTube and listen to people I want to listen to. Dial in pension crisis on YouTube and you'll see stuff in there that will make your brain fry. Hmm. What's coming? 
there's a woman named Stephanie Pomboy, P-O-M-B-O-Y, and she's talking about what she sees coming with socialism in America plus the pensions. And she is a very credible young woman. So there's a lot of great teachers, but they're not in the school system. If someone doesn't have the opportunity to go to the army, what other ways is there to build that spirit and that uh, fearlessness? Well, you're not a coward. Most of these kids come out of school, I, mean, I hate to say it, they're cowards. It's, you hurt my feelings, you know, you, 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 you shouldn't say that. I want a safe room. <laughs> Sweetheart, right. you know, that's not the, re it's not the real world. My friends are pretty tough friends. I mean, we, we, you know, most, we don't hang out with pussies. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so hanging out with the right people as well is important. Uh, one of the things that you talk about is, is the power of association, right? It's who you associate with. Yep. They've got to have brains and they've got to have guts and they want to be active learners. We're always learning. I know people who, I don't know what they do in the sp spare time. They watch baseball or Netflix, television or Jerry Springer on TV. I don't know what they do, <laughs> but you know, I'm always, I'm always making more money. I'm having a good time. It's my game. What do you do for fun? So right now, right now I'm working on four more projects to bring in more assets and things like that. That's all I do. Mm -hmm. And I buy gold and I'm buying gold. I'm buying, a, I bought a lot of silver yesterday because it's still 75% below 1980 levels. It's the cheapest thing on the market today. And they are, everybody can afford a silver coin, 20 bucks. But will they do it? Nope, nope, nope. They'll put their money in the stock market, which is at all-time highs because it's high. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, they'll save money when banks are printing money. <laughs> that's nuts. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think what I don't think what these people are doing makes any sense to me. I'd rather save gold and silver. I'd rather be an entrepreneur, and I, I like to make money. It's a game to me. Uh, I will make mistakes. So what? I'll learn from them. Mistakes are only telling you something you don't know. Talk about uh, the power of being an Indian giver, getting something for nothing. Well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now, man. I mean, you know, you don't have to have any money. You can make a lot of money and be generous. Come on, man. You're asking me silly questions. I'm going to give you the best answers I can. Right. But I'm, I'm saying right now is the people that went to school are in the biggest trouble of all. Because they actually think having an answer that's an obsolete answer will get them through tomorrow. Everything's changing at high rate of, rates of speed today. You know, like when I, when I talk to most Americans, I said, do you know Deutsche Bank has laid off 18,000 workers? They don't even know what Deutsche Bank is. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's how stupid Americans are. Right. You know, I was just in South America. I was in Argentina two days ago. And they have socialism. You know, this, the, the new president, Macri, great guy, he's trying to stop the communists. And the communists are all the academic types. They want everything for free. It's called MMT, Modern Money Theory. Give me everything for free. That's AOC in America. That's Elizabeth Warren. That's Bernie Sanders. Give me everything for free and let the rich pay for it. That's communism. Right. Is your, that, your book... That's the battle. Your book, uh, the new book, Fake Money, um, 
Uh, it's, it's just called fake. Oh, fake. It's fake money, fake teachers, fake assets. The reason it's fake money, fake teachers, fake assets, mm -hmm. because it takes fake money and it takes fake teachers and fake assets, all three, to rip the, rip the individual off. Mm. See, I don't touch what I don't, you know, I love Wall Street because they give me a lot of money, but I don't invest in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. I use their debt to buy more stuff like real estate. I don't touch fake assets. And uh, that book, Fake, is available now for people to buy on Amazon? Correct. Great. But only if you want all but only if you want to be a capitalist, you want to be a socialist or a communist, then go to school. You know? <laughs> yeah, something tells me uh, that you don't like school. <laughs> no, I just don't like when they lie to kids. I just don't know why they don't teach financial education in schools. Right. And I, and, the, and I grew up my whole family are PhDs. They don't have a clue what's going on in the real world. That's Bernanke and Yellen, the head of the Federal Reserve Bank. They haven't been right in 10 years. They've made the economy worse. And everybody goes, oh, what's, what's, what's Bernanke saying? What's Yellen saying? What's Powell saying? They've made so many blunders. They, they're the ones, the Federal Reserve Bank's driving down the world economy. Look at China. They're 300% debt to GDP right now. It's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. America's 105% debt to GDP. It's not sustainable. When you went past 60% debt to GDP, we're going to keep going into debt. Right now, America is borrowing money to pay off debt. Does that make sense to you? No. Well, that's well, what we're doing. So, so that's why I'm in gold and silver. So somebody I don't, trust, I don't, trust, I don't trust the dollar. And it's not that I dislike Wall Street. Like I said, that's who I borrow my money from. I use debt. I'm debt financed, not equity financed. Most the average person is trying to use equity, their savings to get ahead. And they're saving when they're printing it. It, it doesn't make sense. And the, you know, the, in America today, you might get 2% interest on your money. Jesus. <laughs> Inflation is running at 4%. Hey, look at, look at the bubble in the world economy. The stock market is at all time highs. When it crashed last time in 2008, the Dow was at 14,000. Today's around 25,000. And they say, don't worry, it'll keep going up. I said, okay, if you believe that, you have a good time. Time. I don't think it will. <laughs> the national debt just passed $22 trillion in America. We can't pay it off. So we have to borrow money to pay off the national debt. Does that make sense to you? Does it make sense to you to go to school and learn nothing about money? Does that make sense to you? I never did well. Then in you school. tell me I don't know what I'm. You tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Or rich dad poor dad is obsolete. When all rich dad poor dad is a book on accounting, income statements, balance sheets, statements of cash flow, assets versus liabilities. That's fundamental to wealth. Then I've got to listen to these idiots who come out of school and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about, and their and their pensions are going broke. So that's where I'm at. Uh -huh. You know, I created, I created the cash flow game and I, I write my books and I talk to people who are capitalists. I don't write for communists and socialists. Love it. Well, Robert, this has been very intriguing. I really appreciate your time and uh, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain. And for all those listening, um, 
grab a copy of if you haven't got Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, highly recommend it. It's uh, it was. I, I would play the I would play the cash flow game at least a thousand times because that's all I do. I'm playing cash. I'm playing my cash flow game every day. Why am I playing a game? Because life is a game. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, but that's how you learn. Every time you lose, you learn. And the average person is so terrified of losing, they don't learn anything. Then go back to school and get your PhD like my poor dad did. Yeah. And then you can also get a copy of um, Robert's new book called Fake. Um, it's on Amazon right now, so you can go and, uh, and grab a copy there. Um, again, thank you so much, Robert, for letting me pick your brain. And thank you to all my fellow brain pickers. I'm looking forward to the day when I'll be picking your brain. You've been listening to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast. Inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth. So to put these ideas into action, head over to danielgeffen.com.